You're listening to Hot Sauce Sports with Mo Khan, PZ Delarisi, and Terry Tam. I now know that I'm on with a spy, depending on who's, uh, you know, who's, who's the captain of this ship. That's probably a bad thing if this podcast is supposed to go viral, isn't it? Cordero Patterson uh, like grabbing some shanks, uh, gentlemen, here. Uh, and he quote, and I quote, I'm a grown man. I don't need nobody blank and blank in my balls, my face. <laughs> in my teenage years, I'd get back from high school. I'd smash two pizza pockets. Carmelo Anthony never learned you can't live life just smashing pizza pockets. Because he lost uh, a double bet, uh, what I did is I cut an jalapeno, a jalapeno in half. And I filled it with hot sauce, so he's gonna have to slurp this down. Why are you, need, why are you giving me a fucking banana, dude? I'm not eating a banana. I'll just fucking, I'll rather piss in my mouth than eat. This okay, thing. so there we go. Stop stalling. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Now, here are your hosts, Mo, Terry, and Peasy. Welcome, everyone. I am Peas, of course. This is Hot Sauce Sports coming at you. New uh, format now, moving forward. Mo Khan has taken a uh, promotion. He's one of the suits now. He's uh, working with us to book guests and uh, get our uh, ducks in a row because uh, our producers are otherwise overwhelmed because they're not talented. We don't have to look at his god-awful toques in yeah. the hair anymore. Exactly. <laughs> so you have my beautiful face, although I do need a haircut. Let's get to that point. It's getting shaggy on the sides, and nobody likes shaggy. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of which... He's the worst shaggy. I, is it still sweater season, by the way? Of I'm wearing a sweater. Is. Yeah, it's I'm totally so, It's still sweater season. It's going to be minus Rocking my sweater. When does sweater season stop? When, when the sun is hot. And bikinis are out. <laughs> When I can wear my bikini, then I'm done with my sweater. <laughs> um, so, of course, I'm joined by Terry Tam, Always my co-host and partner in crime. The crimes of which we will not mention on this podcast. Can't. That's for Not Sauce for Work, our <laughs> other podcast, coming at you now and again. Uh, of course, uh, the graphicist and voice in the background, the, uh, the ghost in the attic, Hola. Duke. How's it going, buddy? Awesome, guys. Awesome. Glad to be back. Awesome sauce. You're going to actually so try and give us stats today? Or you're just going to... Um, I'm already... Uh, the, train, the train is already off the rails. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you, honestly, Verbal. as a graphic artist, you were excellent. As <laughs> a researcher, you are a broken incarnate. No, but he has to have been a researcher, so you're not. Yeah. Fair, fair. Not. And of course, Eagle <laughs> at Master Control, keeping us in line, making sure we don't do anything stupid. Too late for that. <laughs> Terry, Greg Double G Williams. He got oh, hired. I was like, you mumbled that. Greg Williams. Yeah. He uh, went from the formerly dysfunctional Browns. Well, they let him go, right? Where they let him go because uh, he's a crazy person. He probably and asked for way too much money. Yep. And he is now the defensive coordinator at the uh, more dysfunctional New York Jets. Gangrene is very appropriate. Gangrene, you think so? Yeah, because well, like, don't you go mad as you start losing limbs? Is that isn't that a thing? Uh, can you look that up? Do you sure. do you go mad as you start losing limbs? Who's the head coach Got of the it. Jets? Oh, uh, Gase. Which we'll talk about. Which we'll talk about a little bit later. Crazy eyes. Good show ahead. Crazy eyes, Gase. I mean, Greg Williams in there. I mean, it's, fuck it, why not? He's a good defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. He's, he he knows how to call plays and he he understands football very well. Also, a lesson to dog the bounty hunter. Nobody knows how to set a bounty like Greg Double G Williams. That's a very good point. Yeah, absolutely. And in New York, you're going to have to take a few bounties on Barkley. I mean, Barkley, on uh, Brady. So, uh, gangrene, oh, you have to amp- amputate a limb if you have gangrene. But does it make you go mad, is my question. Yeah, that too, yes. All right. Madness caused by... Uh, that's if it's untreated. By Greg Double G. So, treated, you lose your leg. And at the end of the day, you go crazy. Untreated, you go no, crazy. No, if you cut the leg, you don't go crazy. The point is you go crazy. Well, you, you go crazy because you have no legs. I feel like we're the least qualified medical professionals. <laughs> really the least least qualified. no no we're not least who's less qualified as a medical professional duke yeah and no you don't, <laughs> you don't want me near any any corpse man for sure duke is for sure duke is the least qualified out of all i will say uh we're based in canada Eagles, where Eagles we're uh, we're based in canada where doctors of course uh are publicly funded that would be an issue in the united states where they would not be getting paid like border agents uh <laughs> it's an it's a disaster i i know someone who just took a flight in from uh, LaGuardia, and it took three hours in line to get home. To the government shut down now on its 26th day. It's crazy. Also, someone researches to make sure it's actually 26 days. Is it has, if it's been 26 days, it's been... 26, yeah. Well, but like a lot of them were Christmas, so like they yeah, were really doesn't anyway. matter. They weren't going to get paid anyway. Uh, but the thing is, is that um, during... But during it's, the, it's the first paycheck they didn't get so yeah. far. Yeah, and so a lot of them are not going to work because they can't even... They're like, well, we're not going to pay for gas with money we're not getting to go to a job that's not paying us. Exactly. Which makes a lot of sense. Uh, of course. But, I mean, it's also the best time. If you want... I'm not saying you should. I'm not saying it. But if you want to smuggle shit, 
Now's the time. Now is the time. <laughs> they, there's a there's a story that came out recently that a guy um, on I think it was a Philly airplane. Um, I'm gonna check that because I'm sure it's wrong. He had <laughs> he he had a gun on the plane and they they just didn't spot it. Yeah. They didn't spot a gun on the plane. Don't yeah. you have to go he, through he eight went, metal detectors? Went, well, apparently, well, but nobody's there to operate. Oh, uh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, we should definitely have someone whose job it is to fact check us. So when I when I dro- when I drove to New York because weed is legal in Canada, when I drove to New York, the guy asked me, "Do you have any cannabis or any any of that sort in your car?" <laughs> I said, "No, I don't." I go, "No, I don't have any of that." He goes, "Open your trunk." Uh, I said, "Okay." And in my head, I'm thinking, "He's gonna find like a little piece." That's left over from like six years ago. But why was it ever in your trunk? It probably fell out of my gym bag God. or something, you know? And I'm worried. But all I just see him is I had my, my trunk was full of just clo- random clothes everywhere. And I just see him like throwing my clothes <laughs> like this. And then he closed the trunk. He's like, okay, you can go. I'm like, we had a friend that was detained <laughs> going into Boston. Same reason. They're like, Do you, have, you ever, uh, have you ever smoked weed? Yes. And he paused for like 30 seconds. And then the <laughs> cop was like, okay, pull over. And not only that, he was driving over the border with... Because it was for a bachelor party with a dude he had never met before. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so yeah. it was very, very uh, two, uh, two different shades of coffee. But so yeah. um, the, the gun was found on an airplane. Uh, it was found when the guy landed, and it landed in Tokyo, which is the worst place to ever bring a gun because no one Why? can have guns there. Because uh, you're not well, allowed guns. I mean, that being said, there's samurais. Maybe he's bringing a gun <laughs> to a sword fight. Smart. No, they said don't bring a gun to a sword fight. Or don't bring a sword to a gunfight. Yeah. You get is it wrong, Terry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like honestly, I mean, if I had a sword, I could probably knock the bullets. If you were a samurai, I would blow you away with an AK-47. Done. <laughs> no, I Done. would just do those Bruce Lee the things. Just, just because you're a samurai, it doesn't make you a Jedi. Oh, okay. That's okay. how that works. Uh, but yeah, they're now blasting um, rap music, uncensored rap music, all over the airport. It's awesome. Actually. And JFK. Which, yeah. 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 Let's go. Let's yeah. go. I mean, it's, it's why ne- to hear the same song you can hear in your car. Sorry. He's like, let's go. I'm like, why? So you can hear the same song you can hear in your car? Yeah, I was going to say, like, <laughs> now that everyone travels with headsets and stuff, it's never been more pointless. It's never been more pointless. Um, Whatever. Maybe they're trying to enjoy it themselves because they're not allowed. Yeah. That end, of course, is going to piss off people who will complain to the airport. I don't know, man. Of I kind of want to go from terminal to terminal with Meek Mill in the background. Just, but that's it. Just like, what I want in life. Rap has, bec- rap has started to become part of, like, you know, our normal lexicon. Like, everyone listens to rap music. It's no longer underground and hip, right? So, like, for like recently, for an LA Kings game, Snoop Dogg is in the booth, and co- he's, he's he's doing play-by-play commentary during an LA Kings game. And I think Eagles got it queued up. He had the, he had the fight covered perfectly. Oh, good G. Uh oh, there'll be trouble. It's a penalty. Uh-uh, uh-uh, that's a penalty right there. Yeah. Hands up. Oh, oh, watch out! Oh, he stole on him. He fired on Cuz. Hold on now. <laughs> oh, get it cracking then. Let's go. Snoop Dogg in the house. Let me see some. Drop the sticks, man. Let's get cracking, man. To the middle of the rink. Let's go. Number three wanted. I like that. Who was number three for us? Dion Phaneuf. Dion, go get cracked, Dion. Yeah, him. go get him, Dion. Get him, Dion. Move, Dion. Get out the way. <laughs> go get him. Go get him. Still, still charm with him. All chirping. And then Ludacris, of course, sued for inappropriately using his lyrics. Get the uh, fuck out of here. Play, play. No, I'm kidding. Oh my God! Imagine <laughs> this but is a comedy know. show, Terry. There will be jokes. <laughs> Sometimes there isn't. So. Without further ado, that leads us to, of course, our weekly news segment. Week one, guys. <laughs> week, week, eight. Week, eight, week one for me and Eagle, though. So, as you guys know, the uh, winners of all the sports that matter in the United States, namely football for two occasions, whether it's national champions or Super Bowl champions, uh, get invited to the White House mm. once teams win the championship. Clemson was so invited and was treated to a fast food fiesta, <laughs> Terry. People are bitching. Why? I think you and I are the same page. Of course. Fuck, that shit looked awesome. I don't see, I don't see a big problem. Yeah, it looked dope. I actually, sh- I actually shared it on Twitter and it's... I was like, for sure they're happy. Instead of eating some freaking garbage-ass meal, chicken, and whatever the fuck. You go there, you know. I know this is good. And, and, I, and, then, and then you have, like, hero Michael Strahan coming, like, y'all come to my house. I got some lobster for you. Which also sounds good. What about people? Or Richard the Shellfish. Maybe, <laughs> maybe Donald Trump, President Trump, more yeah. caring than Michael Strahan. Maybe. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. It could be. Michael Strahan's just trying to kill people. It's true. He's trying to make them... Yeah, he's trying to kill him. Look, with we saw how violent he was on the, on on the football field. But I don't think lobster is a shellfish, though. Is it considered a shellfish? Can you please look up? Whether it has a shell. It uh, does have a shell. Uh, no, but I don't think it's part of like the whole if you're allergic to shrimp thing. 
I will look it, it up. Um, Trevor Lawrence said that he uh, he enjoyed it. I, most he was sticking to his word, saying that he had a great they had a great time. So the kid's twenty years old. They're used to eating McDonald's. The they don't really have that much money. Yeah, exactly. Well, well they, they all get paid by Clemson. Oh, it's true. Because that's how you win a national championship. <laughs> you got to pay your players. And I don't know. I don't see anything wrong with it. For real. I mean, fuck it. it, it obviously, it looks bad. But he's trying to. Bl- yeah, I like how he blames the shutdown. Yeah. But it was his shutdown. <laughs> this isn't a political show, but it's just funny. He's like, well, because, you know, we have the shutdown. I had to pay for this out of my own pocket. Well, you decided to do those things. Which, by the way, for the press, I'm sure if he didn't get a deal, the food was. Pr- the hamburgers were provided for free. Hamburgers was the typo on the tweet. Which I find kind of awesome. Hamburgers. Um, but Terry and, I, Terry and I, I have a kindred spirit. Uh, Clemson lineman, Matt Brockhorst, he grabbed a stack of Big Macs and pocketed two chicken tender wraps oh. and a quarter pounder, oh, yeah. put in his pockets oh, yeah. for later on that day. Of course. Uh, so after he <laughs> smashed a whole bunch of burgers, like, no. Wait, now, Steph? There was leftovers. 75 yeah. people. Yeah, absolutely. And um, Crazy. Well, no, there wasn't actually. They cleared it up. But I'm sure guys like Matt Brockhorst <laughs> cleared it out. So, like, you're with me, though, right? Yeah. You think. I liked it. Yeah, you think it was a terrible idea? Oh, absolutely it's, not. It, it actually looked fun. It looked fun. It looked, the food looked good because we know it's good. You think it was right? cold? Well, here's my thing. No, I mean, I think the thing is those meals, they just stay room temperature. They don't go cold. But like, so for a country that's generally opposed to marijuana, you you mean to tell us you're serving cold hamburgers pretending like you don't know that's awesome munchies? <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you, you can't spell. You can't spell munchies without cold McDonald's. Wait. I mean, listen. I'm not an expert at spelling. Yeah. I'm an expert at telling, and I'm telling you, do you Google that. You can't do it. I, I love how there's this an anonymous report out about a player saying that he uh, he thought it was a joke, and I love these anonymous reports, like people reporting on an anonymous report. Yeah. Put your name on it. Yeah. Put your name on it. Because <laughs> or else it's just some random guy, some random media member that's just saying, yeah, they didn't like it. So, the, and if you do that, you know, like now everyone on social media is doing a ten year challenge. Yeah. And uh, if you look at it, look over the ten years. I'm gonna uh, post mine on the on the on the hot sauce. Yeah, it's it's a it's a way that uh, Facebook and the FBI can do facial recognition over ten years. <laughs> That's exactly um, just like uh, 23andMe, so that everybody can get their DNA, so they can clone you in 30 years. Absolutely. That's why I'm never doing it. <laughs> I do not want to be cloned. Nobody wants two of Terry. But so like let's let's compare though in the 10 years. Let's look at the the, the college football champions now and 10 years ago. Who had the higher body count? McDonald's or Aaron Hernandez as a member of the Florida Gators? <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> That's um, a good one. I like that. Had Florida won in the last 10 years? They won 10 years ago. They were the last It was were, ten, okay. That's uh, when Tebow was there? Yeah. 10 years ago. It's crazy. That happened quick. Fuck we're old, man. Yeah. Yeah. Rick Nash got old. Yeah. He retired. I think it's more injuries than anything else. Rick Nash, I think one of the best Canadian players we've seen in our, in at least in our lifetime. You know, uh, good player. I'm happy that you know some guys just don't know when to call it quits. You call it quits at the right time, I think. But he's one of those guys that's like, is he going to make the Hall of Fame? You know, he's had a few trophies. You know, he's had a, he's had an Art Ross. He's had uh, he hasn't really done well in the playoffs. He never really played for a contender. He spent a lot of his career in Columbus, where they weren't they weren't too good. Uh, he went to Boston. He went to. Uh, Dallas, I think he did too, and uh, you know it's just one of those things where he's one of the best players to never win a never win a championship. Yeah, there's a, there's a bunch actually, and when yeah. we think of that, it seems strange that we we measure um, a player's personal success based on team, team success. Thing. I think it's just more for because you play to win, right? So I think it's more for them. Where I won't look at it as he's not good because he didn't win championships. It's the whole LeBron MJ argument there. Yeah, well, but they both have championships. Yeah, but LeBron doesn't have as many. Whatever. I guess <laughs> he also MJ didn't face the Warriors. That's it. Um, well, like so, so, who are some of the best players, Terry? In your opinion, guys never won. Uh, in hockey, we could talk about Joe Thornton for sure. Been there. He's a, a hearts, heart trophies, R. Ross trophies, Consmite trophies. He's never won. Actually, never Consmite. Olympic gold. Rick Nash two Olympic gold. I think the one everybody talks about the most is Dan Marino for sure. Yeah. You as a Dolphins fan, you the, would know. Uh, the, the Phil Rivers of our era. Yeah, Don, uh, Dan Marino, and you could put Jim Kelly in there just because Jim Kelly kept on losing in the finals. But he, but like, wasn't that good. I mean, he was okay. But watch they, him play. Yeah, it's actually true. watch the games. He was okay. I mean, I can put Warren Moon in there. To me, Warren Moon is one of the best. Yeah. But Dan Marino is the guy we talk about in football, basketball. Charles Barkley is the first one I can think of. Reggie Miller, to me, as a Pacers fan, it's it's another one that. See, a lot of people say Cal Ripken Jr. Yeah, I think like it just sucked because he played in the Yankee dynasty era with Posada and Mar- and Rivera, Mariano Rivera, and <clears throat> Derek Jeter, and like he he never had a chance to win. But just like a selfish lover, like maybe it's just long. 
and, and like not that great. Like maybe he's just the guy who played for a long time and just compiled a whole bunch of stats. No, but he was a great. He's a. I guess. I guess I know what you're saying. It's not that he played a long time. It's that he never not played. But okay, so like, like you're not <laughs> the best at your job if okay, you just so, show up every day. You're so just it, doing your job. In baseball, it's less how many championships did you win. It's more like how many Cy Youngs did you win or whatever. So who's the best baseball player do you think to never win? It's tough to say because we don't really talk about. If you yeah. look at all the best teams that have won, most of them have have like Hall of Famers, the guys that have been traded there or signed there or whatever. So it's tough to say. I mean, I think you could look at <clears throat> um, the Japanese guy. Whoa. Not Hideki Matt. The one that played for Seattle. Who's the Japanese? Suzuki. Is it Suzuki? Um, no. Ichi- Ichi- <laughs> Ichiro. Suzuki. Ichiro. 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 Yeah. Backwards. Ichiro yeah. Suzuki. Yeah. Ichiro Suzuki. For some Suzuki. reason, you remembered the last name. Yeah. Of the <laughs> yeah. Ichiro Suzuki. And uh, he's one of the guys to me. He's one of the best players of all time. Never won. Yeah. So, but Dan Marino is the one that stands out to me. It sucks that he never won. Uh, so the question is that he is due to be a free agent in June. Um, the question is that he... Kyle Rifkin Jr.? No, um, we're talking about Rick Nash. That's yes, what the yes, whole segment's about, right? Yeah. Uh, so Rick Nash, uh, he is going to forego free agency and miss on potentially making $15 million with a cup contender. Um, but my question is, in the NHL, you know, is it like the NFL where you could sign with the Patriots and have a chance? Like, I feel like in the NHL... Yeah, of course, a lot of people rent players. In you, the, you, in the NHL, it happens more often than not. But, but the thing is, is that you're less guaranteed a chance to know who will be good because the season's so long. Injuries are such a big part of the game. Yeah. The, the playoffs are not a one-game sample size the way they are in the NFL. Yeah, but that's why you're doing it at the trade deadline. A lot of people get rented. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ray Bork signed rented. Uh, well, he signed with the, the Avalanche, won two Stanley Cups eventually. But he was with Boston his entire career. Went to a team that was a contender, you know. Um, there's you get there's a lot of trades that happen at the deadline just to help you out. Ginla getting traded a couple years ago, yeah, uh, just to help out, you know, and see if they can win. Ginla's another guy who's not never, really a couple at this point. What do you mean? Closer to five years ago at this point, isn't it? Uh, when did Ginla get traded? Yeah, I'm on it. Um, he got traded to Colorado. What's crazy though is is our our mindset on concussions has, has changed. Because I remember growing up, yeah, like I I was like it made no sense to me. How could Eric Lindros have concussions? He's so huge. Yeah, yeah. And then like, well, Pat Lafontaine, okay, well. And I remember, I, I was sad when Pat Lafontaine retired because I was like, man, this guy's he he's good. still in his prime. His latter part, he latter retired very prime. young. Retired very young and he was amazing to watch play. He had previously had three 40-goal scoring seasons. That's crazy. Uh, as for Iginla, as of the 12, as of the 2012-13 season, he went from Calgary to the to the Penguins, to the Boston Bruins, then uh, played well. three seasons for for the Avalanche, uh-huh. and finally played for the Los Angeles Kings in 2017, where he retired. That's it. Yeah. So to me, Iginla is one of my favorites, and he's another guy who never won, but one of the best players. Canada Gold as well. Um, guy looking for teams, Kyler Murray. Oh yeah, and it looks as though he is. <laughs> Heading to the NFL, at least that's what his comments would lead us to believe. You believe that shit? I don't believe it, because like his agent is already Scott Boris. Yeah, it's all so you're automatically. How big is Scott Boris's erection right now? <laughs> you can hear it. You can hear it in the distance. This is what Scott Boris's dick looks like. Um, <laughs> For those not watching, that was Terry's penis. <laughs> uh, Scott Boris is, is is saying to himself, it's the whole thing with uh, Drew Rosenhaus when when Willis McGahey pretended that he was on the phone in the draft because he had torn his ACL at, mm-hmm. at the national championship. Pretends he's, on, <laughs> pretends he's on the phone and then Buffalo Bills like, oh no, we can't pass up on this guy <laughs> and they drafted him first round. But he ended up panning out. He had a few good years. But it's just like a trick. I, like, I think the Oakland A's are going to offer him crazy amounts of money. He's going to remove his name. Yeah, it's, uh, I think it's power play. Yeah. I think he's heading to a Major League Baseball. That said, you can also see where he gets drafted in both sports. But he, all, yeah, you're allowed. But the only thing was the NFL. If you get drafted in the first three rounds, you have to report to camp. Yeah, and but he can report to camp and then hold out. And then hold out. That's true. It's a good point. But imagine he gets injured. Then what do the A's do? The A's aren't going to give him a contract if he's going to be going against against uh, three hundred and fifty pound he'll, men. He'll be registered in camp. Though. They won't do that. Why would they do that? Because you. You don't get hit in, in practice. Oh, because he's a quarterback. It's true. Yeah, not, not college redshirt. <laughs> NFL redshirt. I was like, what kind of redshirt are you talking about? Yeah, because he's a quarterback. It's true. Yeah. But, I, you know, I think it's it's a smart move for him. I think, like, Deion Sanders actually said, I'd pick up the bat and never look back. Yeah. That's what Even he, though he, was, he did do He that. did the other way around. He, he did look back. He looked back to Atlanta where he played for the Falcons. <laughs> and, was, and then played for the Braves. And kept for the Braves. And he played for, played for the Cowboys in yeah. his football career. Uh, the Niners. The Niners as well. Yeah. Um, so, clearly, Deion Sanders is a liar. But I don't. We all think, know that. But no. no, but I think he was saying it in Kyler Murray's position, where he knew he's going to be a first-round pick. 
in the NFL, yeah. and he's already guaranteed at least fifteen million from the A's. Is what they're from what the reports are saying. Yeah. And you don't know if you're gonna. I don't think he's gonna be a first round pick. I don't think he's a first round pick talent. I think you had said he it as might well. be just because the quarterback crop is it's very so weak. shit. Yeah, yeah, it's not good at all. Uh, that being said, the first overall pick will go to the Arizona Cardinals. Cliff Kingsbury has said before that he, if it was in his, if he was in the position to draft first, he would take Kyler Murray. That said, they have so much draft capital. And in, I trust him in because Rosen. he's dating Holly Sanders. Yeah. Saunders. You know what? We're wrong. <laughs> you got Holly Sanders. We don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> um, Saunders. 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 Yeah. My mistake. My mistake. I apologize to Not Deion Sanders, but. Uh, you know what? I'll tell you what. Holly Saunders, I'll take you out. I apologize in person. No, no, you won't. We'll apologize. <laughs> come on air. You know, come here. I mean, in person, we'll fly you out. Don't worry we about won't. it. We uh, won't. You can Why fly us out. You make more money than all of us. <laughs> so you can fly us out. You can take, actually, take me to dinner. Yeah, yeah. Because exactly. you make more than me. And I'll take Cliff Kingsbury to dinner because that guy's a piece. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I lost. I feel like I lost this one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Cliff Kingsbury, I would take a few shots in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, Adam Gase happily moves from the Dolphins to the Jets. I couldn't be happier. And it looks like he couldn't be more psychotic. <laughs> he coached the Dolphins for three years. I didn't see his crazy eyes. I feel like I'm the dude at the bar. It's, it's the politician. It's the, the pollution in New York. I guess because like, yo, like you meet someone at a bar, you should know in the first 30 seconds if they have crazy eyes. I dated Adam Gase for three years. Did not know he had crazy eyes. You dated him? Well, he's the coach of the Dolphins. Is he Dolphins. gentle? No, he's rough, man. <laughs> he's rough three three yards at a time, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, it was so weird. I don't know what he was trying to do with his eyes. It was fucking weird. Um, um, but I, whatever, man. So, like, the members of the Miami Smart media guys are he, weird. Always, he always wore a cap, and okay. it kind of disguised it a little bit. I, I'm telling you, I've watched every Adam Gase press conference. And I fell asleep during all of them, by the way. He's, he's terrible. Boring boy. as fuck. Yeah. But the thing about Adam Gase is that if you ever see him on the sideline, you can kind of tell he has a bit of a crazy eye. And it's just because the bill of his cap is kind of curved. So what it does is it shades the sides of the eyes. Mm -hmm. And you really just see that, you know, like you see, like, ah, this guy's a bit intense, right? Yeah, but, but he's I a guess without, it was the first time. It was the first time I had seen him because I don't follow the Dolphins as much. The only time I see the Dolphins when they play the Raiders every year. When they beat the Raiders every year. <laughs> yes, and um, and so he didn't have his cap on, and it was extra crazy. Yeah. Um, so they have a social media account. They have a social media account uh, for Adam Gase's eyes. Really? <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of awesome. I'm I'm happy that. So I want to go to you, Terry. I have a couple ideas of what I think Adam Gase looks like. I'll fire off a couple, then you come back at me. You tell me what you think he looks like. Sure. To me, it looks like peas on a diet when someone else orders a pizza. He looks like Jar Jar Binks. Not bad. He looks like <laughs> the model for the look meme. <laughs> What's the look meme? Type look in your phone, you get the two eyes that pop up. Those ones, they're the Adam Gaze eyes. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, they are, they are. He looks, he looks like the uh, crazy stepdad that doesn't know the rules of his stepson's sport. <laughs> Rugby. <laughs> Rugby. <laughs> um, Total Recall remake. What about it? At the end, Arnold's eyes pop. Oh, yeah, it's true. I forgot about that. I feel like you gotta watch more movies. I mean, I do. It's just not those movies. But they, <laughs> they remade. Uh, they remade that movie. It's so true. That's they why, did. That's why it's a bit confusing. Your question. But no, it's not. I, I knew exactly what he was talking. That about. happens in that movie too. Really? They, they remade, remade yeah. the iPod. The iPod. Yeah, with better CGI. <laughs> um, your 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 go. It's my turn. Yeah. Oh, you said Total Recall movie. He looks like a. Uh, he looks like a worm that formed into a uh, human recently. He needs to get pink eye treatment immediately. Okay, you win. He took mushrooms, right? Like, <laughs> let's just be clear about this. He took <laughs> mushrooms. Um, so, I was looking at this. To me, this is the most Jets move of all time. I don't actually think much of. I like Adam Gase as a quarterback coach, offense coordinator. Mm -hmm. I don't think much of him as an as not as a head coach. He ran off a ton of talent, talent in Miami. What are your think thoughts of him running the show for Gang Green? I agree. I think that the Dolphins had a good team this year. I think they could have made the playoffs, and it sucks that they didn't. Uh, so, I mean, him signing in the division, it's a little weird to me. Um, is he the type of guy that's going to be able to help Sam Donald? And I agree with you where he's a good quarterback coach, a good offensive coordinator. Maybe that's what they needed. And I think that he will be able to help Sam Donald. And you never know. They might be able to get Le'Veon Bell. Or but how do you help someone with such crazy eyes? <laughs> you don't. You don't. In fact, you hire a coach who doesn't have crazy eyes, one of which we have coming on the show next, Nathan Taylor. He's a special teams coordinator. He's a defensive backs coach and a former excellent defensive back in his own right. Yes. Uh, we're going to talk to him next. His name is Nathan Taylor, uh, coach of the Ottawa. We're joined now by Nathan Taylor, as I mentioned before, special teams coordinator 
and defensive backs coach for the Ottawa GGs. Uh, Nature on Hot Sauce Sports with myself, Pease Del Rees, Terry Tam, Duke and Eagle. How's it going, uh, Nate? Uh, things are going pretty well. Thanks for having me on the show. It's a pleasure, man. Um, so tell us exactly, because I know that this is like an abbreviated title that, that you gave us for Ottawa U, but you're doing like <laughs> essentially the, the job of nine men. So what is it exactly you do with the team? Okay, so I have a few job titles. So I'm specialist coordinator, so all specialists in dark time in charge of, so punt, kickoff, kickoff return, field goal, field goal defense, I take care of. Uh, the defensive back coach, I work with another coach as well, Mike White, so I kind of work together in conjunction. It takes on a majority of that work with defensive backs, so I kind of chip in here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm the recruiting coordinator, so I'm kind of in charge of our recruiting, like making sure our database is kept properly and taking care of all that stuff. Obviously, all the other coaches, do a lot as well, so I'm not doing it all by myself, so don't be fooled by the title. I'm also our, our youth camp director, so we do a, a kids camp every year for a, a week in July, so I'm in charge of getting all the applications in, hiring the staff, managing it, uh, booking the field time, kind of taking care of all these little things, so I have quite a bit on my plate, but I, it's a pleasure. I enjoy doing my job, so I really can't complain. I love I love the way you handle uh, your social media too when it comes to like talking to the recruits and stuff. I say oh, I can't mm-hmm. talk to you now, but I like that somebody's like, "Oh, did you check my tape? Yeah, I did. I like your speed on this." So you know, we'll talk about it in, when recruiting season is open. I love that stuff. How many hours? How many yeah. hours do you spend just on recruiting? So uh, it, it changes based on where we are in the season. So right now we're in like the like the big the bulk of our recruiting being done right now. So uh, it's pretty much every day. Uh, the thing is with me, like you guys, like you mentioned, I'm big on social media. I try to be anyway for recruiting. So I spend a lot more time than I probably want to. I want to say in the sense that I'm always reachable. You know what I mean? So yeah. we have blackout periods, like you mentioned before, that I can't talk to guys during certain dates, but there's no hours for blackouts. You know what I mean? So if a kid mm-hmm. messages me at 1 a.m., and I see it, and I, I might respond to him if I'm up at 1 a.m., you know? So I'm kind of always on the clock. So I, it's hard to put down, like, a legitimate number of hours. But right now, the grind is about seven days a week. Sometimes we get half a Sunday off or half a Monday morning off, and then we are kind of back getting after it. Nate, you're a, a very talented player in your own right. Uh, one of my, my first experiences seeing you was actually in a, in a flag football game. You uh, intercepted a pass. And in the end zone, and someone said, uh, someone said, uh, take a knee, take a knee. And you turned to the person was sitting on the sideline. You turned to them and said, are you, are you crazy? And you ran it back for a touchdown. You paused <laughs> to call the person crazy and run back for a touchdown. I, I thought for a long time, I said, you know what? I think Nate's going to at least be a CFL player. It didn't work out that way. When did you, when did you know you, when did you know it was, it was done though? What, what did I know was done? Yeah, when 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 did you know that it, it wasn't going to be a reality for you and, and you shifted gears towards coaching? Oh, um, so I, I honestly am really blessed with my situation. So I was picked up as a free agent by the Montreal West. So I was there for like a cup of coffee. So I, I was there for training camp and one preseason game. I was subsequently released by the team. So that was a, a really good experience. I'm very grateful to kind of be on that field and still have that experience. And But before all that took place, uh, the head coach, Jerry McGrath at the time, who coached me for four years, offered me the job as a defensive back coach. And that was depending on how the CFL thing kind of shook out. Obviously, I got cut. So I immediately, I, I gave him a call. I said, coach, is the job still available? Is the guy left to have you on the staff? And then from that point on, it's kind of been, uh, that's what I've loved to do. I love ball. So I was really grateful he gave me that opportunity. I took one more kick at the game. So, mm-hmm. Stay in shape. You never know what's going to happen. So I played transit for a little bit, which is a semi-pro team in Montreal. Uh, then um, right after that, I, I went to the regional combine. I thought I tested really well. I got 36.5-inch red. I ran a deep of 40. Did well in well one-on-one. But no calls came through, so I just kind of stuck to coaching. And that's kind of been it ever since. I think it's your, I think it's your calling, coaching. You know, you're... You know, you, you speak well. You know, you're passionate about the sport. I think, and I've, feedback I got from all the kids that you coached at Concordia, uh, you know, you 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 love it. I think that's that's what takes away from a good coach is that you have to have that passion. I think you do have that passion. Oh yeah, definitely. Like I like, obviously it, it pays the bills, and I'm grateful for that. But by the same token, like one, I know I'm not going to get rich doing this job, and that's not my goal or my plan. But the fact that I get to kind of help these kids build their careers and. For me, it's way bigger than ball. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I spent a lot of time obviously doing the X and the O's. But uh, they go through so many things that people really don't understand. I know football players kind of get this 
people forget that they're people and that they're they're growing men and they have these things that they don't really want to talk to their parents about. They can't really talk to their other players about. Yeah. But I'm still a relatively young coach, and I can kind of I get what they're going through. So it's kind of going with them through those kind of life changes and kind of helping them build and become men. So that's for me. The guys going pro, phenomenal. For me, the most rewarding part of this job is really helping these kids, well, young men, I should say, kind of grow and become, like, real men and kind of be able to take care of their business. So, for me, that's one of the more rewarding aspects of the game or being able to coach in this business. Uh, Nate, the uh, the, the, uh, char- the Chargers were, uh, in this past week in the NFL, were criticized largely uh, for not having a uh, defensive game plan that properly dealt with the Patriots. Uh, what were your thoughts on that? Being that they were often in, in cover three against uh, against twenty two or twenty one personnel. Uh, my my issue is that uh, I think on any team that plays uh, anyone that plays a Bill Belichick team, your your game plan is probably not going to be as good as you think it's supposed to be. Hmm. Like he, I, they know their tendencies, they know what they're going up against. They might not have shown twenty two and twenty sorry twenty twenty one beforehand, and they knew that you can get up on them if they stay in six. DBs or 70 package or dime nickel packages, we can kind of tear them up into the run game. But if I'm playing against a Bill Belichick led team, or especially a Tom Brady led team, just because the defense defensive aspect, I have, I know I have to stop the pass. Mm. You can't let Tom Brady be the guy to kind of tear you up, right? And okay. I wouldn't do it with cover three because Tom Brady owns zone coverages. I don't think the receivers are explosive. It's not saying the least bit, but compared to other receivers in the NFL, they don't have an elite receiving core, right? Mm-hmm. So if you have the dogs that can kind of run and hit pockets and be good defensive backs, I'd be a blitzing cover one, cover, not cover zero so much, but a cover one, put the pressure on, make his receivers be, be men and get get open. So you can't have Edelman and Amendola or whoever running in space against coverages that they both can read so well, you know what I mean? So I would try to, me personally, like I said, I've never been a defensive coordinator, but I'd put a lot of pressure on trying to be a man-to-man as much as you can. Just take away the Tom Brady's ability to read and understand defenses and kind of pick apart coverages because lockdown man coverage is lockdown man coverage. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, the sure. throws will beat it, but, like, if, he, if they know the zone, if they're running uh, a read route and they have to decide between a dig, which is a deep in, and a post based on whether they're in cover three or cover two, Imanola and Edelman, they know right away what they're running and they'll run and they'll adjust correctly. But a third man coverage, if Amendola or Edelman are running four eight forties and the DBs are running four sixes, that's hit pocket, you know what I mean? So you're not mm-hmm. gonna get those guys wide open in space. So that's how I would attack. And you don't expect Sony Michelle to go for really go for a buck fifty or a buck forty two, something like that. Yeah, especially if you don't have the personnel in there to stop him. Uh yeah. th- th- now I know I know we were talking a lot about the Patriots and Chargers here, but I know your true love is the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, yeah, you know, they, they had a great run last season. Unfortunately, it wasn't going to work out for them this yeah. season. Uh, yeah, but yeah. they have a huge decision on their hands. If you're yeah. in the front office, do you go Foles or do you go Wentz? Uh, for me, you have, in my personal opinion, you have to go Wentz. I, I would tag Foles or try to sign Foles as quickly as you possibly can and trade them for a pick or trade them for a player. I think that's... Uh, Wentz, the thing is, I feel bad for Wentz because... He's gotten, which is crazy, he's gotten overshadowed by Foles in four or five really good games. And they are good games, no doubt about it. He's been helped by, in the Super Bowl run, by a very good defense. That They did phenomenal defensively, so that really helped him out. But when uh, statistically is a phenomenal, he's been a phenomenal quarterback when healthy. And, and that's the thing, that's the thing is that, is that they, they faced off against three elite pass rushers in the, late in the season in the playoffs, and they allowed zero sacks yeah. on Foles, which means the reason Wentz keeps getting hurt is the line gets hurt, and yeah. then the quarterback gets yeah. hurt, and then when Foles yeah, comes in, yeah. it's when the line is healthier. And uh, not only that, is yeah. Foles, Foles won, a, won a Super Bowl playing as a receiver. That's yeah, true. Maybe they should keep Foles <laughs> yeah, as a receiver. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I mean, no. And I, nothing I against Big Dick Nick, for sure. He's been, he's been playing great. But yeah, big picnic, yeah. Though. Big picnic, yeah. But I think Wentz is the answer for sure. MVP quarterback. He would have oh, won the MVP yeah. if he didn't get injured, yeah. And I'm a Cowboys exactly. fan. Exactly. His, so his, his numbers were ridiculous. He's one of the better. Everyone that rates quarterbacks or rates players like top 100 or top mm-hmm. 10, yeah. he's always in the conversation for a top five at his position. Let's say, let's say top 10 for argument's sake. Of course. He's always in the conversation for top 10 at his position. Nick Fold has never been in that conversation. You know what I mean? Like, barring like one year, he's not, he's not that guy that I really trust to hold the team and win games for 16. He hasn't moved very well. 
like I said, he's phenomenal. He's done great things. And I love what Nichols has done for the organization. Mm-hmm. But I think for the next five, ten year plan, Nick Foles can't really be involved. We can't pay two quarterbacks twenty plus million a year. He's playing with house money that's because you, he, that's yeah. you don't go to the Super Bowl. He's playing with house money because he's not Pardon the starter, me? right? He's playing with house money because he's not the starter. Yeah. So, so he's just kind oh, of yeah, saying, yeah, "Fuck it, I'm going to go out there and do what I got to do, and no risk." Uh, yeah, it. yeah. It's it, it's. But I think, like I said, he's been great, and I, I love him. I think the Eagles could have been much better this year had the, the secondary was an absolute shambles. Like Avante Maddox played way above his draft grade. Yeah. Uh, we've had guys that kind of stepped up and played phenomenal ball. Like it was nice to see Russell Douglas kind of come along and certain guys fill some voids, but. We didn't belong where we got to. You know, I mean, last year was like a, a miracle. I don't know. This is like an aberration. Like, no team that gets this decimated by injuries this early yeah. in the season gets this far. You know what I mean? Like, we yeah. played with all key integral players all year long. And like I said, just the passing league. And you played Drew Brees. Like, I was, it's insane that they played Drew Brees and they had one starter still in the secondary. And that was Malcolm Jenkins. Because Rodney yeah. McLeod is out, Sidney Jones is out. Uh, freaking what's the cat? Ronald Darby is out. Jalen Mills is out, it's and it's all backup. Sidney Jones crazy. to me, I think he's one, he's one of the best corners. He could be one of the best corners in the league if he stays healthy. Yeah, Sidney Jones exactly. for me is unreal. Yeah, yeah, and they have they have like four or five guys that are starters or or team twos that are on IR, and they 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 get to the, the this far in the league with Avante Maddox, the five foot nine DB, <laughs> yeah, like exactly. who's, who's good. <laughs> He's good. He's quick-footed, but he's from Pitt, and he was drafted like the fifth round. That's it, exactly. Cravion yeah. LeBlanc is was picked up like in free agency. Like they have cats that I didn't even know were on the roster. Yeah, and, and I know Fletcher the Cost roster going very down well. At some point too, didn't really help. Yeah, Fletcher Cost, Brandon Brooks. That was the dagger for us, I think. Once Brandon Brooks went down, like our run yeah. game really started to slow. We couldn't kill clock. It, Jason Peters was down for a bit here and there, and then he came back into the game. So yeah, it, it was tough. That and, uh, you know, the, the current trend, of course, is, of course, to uh, build teams around quarterbacks when they're on their, their rookie contracts because you have oh, such a you have so much room to build a team around them. But with all that said, our producer, uh, Duke, has actually a question for you as well, uh, Nate. Hey, Nate, yeah, I'm a big ahead. fan of you, man. Um, listen, we got to take Terry I down a notch. That. How bad is yeah, Jason okay. Garrett as a head coach? Fuck off. Uh, but <laughs> I, I, I feel – the thing with Jason Garrett is, like, He's been gifted by decent teams and some really bad teams, but I think the fan base just thinks that so highly of the Cowboys that they're always shocked and they don't make it as far as the fan base thinks they should make it. When in actuality, they aren't really that good at times. Like they relied on freaking what's the kid they did that broke uh, what's his name? The Torres Achilles of the Saints. So they said Torres Achilles uh, for the Saints? Yeah. Oh, Des Bryant, yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? You forget that he's he's considered on the roster, so if they win a Super Bowl, he won a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, Des Bryant. Like, he had, like, two or three good years, and they were still praising him when if you you had any common sense, you knew that he never developed his game and was – yeah. Had slowed down. He couldn't make any plays. Wasn't catching the ball consistently. Yeah, he became one dimensional in his uh, later on. Yeah, super one dimensional. Like, your best receiver before Amari Cooper was Cole Beasley. Yeah, you gotta love you know Cole I mean? Beasley, man. That guy was—he's he, yeah. always open. You don't he's have to love Cole Beasley. No, but you like you look at him. It's like, how's this guy always open? It's because nobody pays always attention open. to him. It's because he hides under yeah, the lines. Cole, yeah, yeah, he's good. Cole he's good Beasley. And Kobe's like five foot seven, but he's a good runner. Right, right, catches everything. But and even as, so, I think I think they're gonna struggle because yeah. like Dak Prescott, like everyone thinks he had a good year. Or he, the thing is with them is that. They are contingent on Ezekiel Elliott's success. If he's not doing well, then I get a lot of zone. But in man coverage, Dak can throw a slant. I can throw a slant. You know, so he hasn't proven to me that he's a Super Bowl quarterback. So no, they're gonna be in a tough. I think I think Jason Garrett needs to go just because he's had so much time. Even as even as like, a Cowboys got, fan, even as a Cowboys fan, I still think that the Eagles are favorite going into next year as a Super Bowl contender because of their yeah. coaching, because of Wentz, if they can stay healthy. Anyway. Oh. Yeah, we stay healthy and we're, we're extremely well coached. Peterson has done a phenomenal job. I was yeah. him to begin with, but uh, I love his aggressive style. He takes chances. He makes plays. He calls offense really on attacking defense. So he's always on the go, getting things going. He's out formation schemes. He uses motions extremely well. So I enjoy watching our game plans. Like I said, the Cowboys. Not, who's the OC with the Cowboys? Scott Lennon. I don't even know. Yeah, Scott Linehan, everybody's everybody doesn't. <laughs> people aren't really complaining about Jason Garrett; they're complaining more about Scott Linehan's play calling. Yeah, yeah I can I can imagine that because it's cut. You watch the game and like they're super static. The Dallas Cowboys don't use motions very well. They're very yeah. static. They're very kind of blase, mm-hmm. basic. Like 
inside zone, outside zone, play action with the flank or at the deep end. Mm-hmm. It's not very create, creative. Whereas you guys got Andy Reid, who I love to death, obviously, who does Man. everything possible to get his guys open. And That's it, it exactly. Yeah. It works, of course, until he gets to the NFC Championship and then he loses. We'll see what happens this weekend. No, 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 no. I, 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 the Chiefs are my team going forward. Yeah, yeah. The Chiefs are definitely Same my here. team going forward. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping they can kind of put it together. I love Pat Mahomes. He's everything I think a quarterback should be. I love his personality, the way he acts around yeah. ball. He just enjoys the game, you know what I mean? For sure. Uh, we're, of course, with uh, Nathan Taylor, the uh, special teams coordinator and DB coach for the Ottawa GGs. Uh, Nate, one quick question before I let you go. I actually spent a yep. lot of time uh, when I was younger around University of Ottawa. Um, mm-hmm. I want to know, uh, compare finding food late at night in Montreal versus finding food late at night in Sandy Hill. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's, there's no comparison to that. It's Montreal, I'm from Montreal, obviously. Like, that's, my, that's my city. I love it there. And uh, the food in Ottawa is not There's that candy bad, shop, though. The there's, there's, a, there's a ridiculous candy the shop. The licorice shop. Isn't it licorice? I, I've never been to it. Oh, it's terrible, man. No, I hate licorice. I, I've never been to it. But uh, Ottawa's a great city. Obviously, I, I moved here for work. And uh, anyone thinking, I think, of living here, coming here, especially in terms of my, of my recruiting, obviously. Like, it's a great city. I love it here. Bilingual, obviously. Still more, way more English and French. But if you're French, you can get by just fine. Uh, beautiful city. Very clean. Very safe. Like, like I said, the food late night eating not nearly as good. Like there's no, I think there's no comparison to Montreal no, to no any way. city in in, in Canada, except for Toronto, and you're just getting pizzas. You know what I mean? Whereas yeah. Montreal, you can get like Chinese you can get peanut butter noodles, you can get some gyros, you can get some bustangs, there's all kinds of things you, you can get some bocce, some bocce's in the sun. Bo- yeah, yeah, you, you can get after in Montreal for late night food, yeah. but only one in Ottawa's Ottawa. a great city. <laughs> Probably, <That's weird>. yeah. <laughs> I want to see two since I made one arito. Sorry, I missed that last part. No, sorry, go ahead. I mi- I missed what you said last the last sentence. Oh no, I said I've only seen like two McDonald's since I've been oh, there. There you go. Right, exactly. Right. Well, anyway, yeah. uh, thanks, Nate, for joining us. Uh, lots of insight there, and uh, wish you well for uh, your upcoming season. Thank you. I appreciate that. Welcome back, everyone. That interview was with, of course, Nathan Taylor of. Uh, the Ottawa GGs special teams coordinator, DB coach. I am P. I'm still P's. You're still Terry. What the fuck? <laughs> Terry gets ready it's to shock, uh, get into his hot punishments. But before we do that, of course, we are going to get into rapid fire. Our last few topics of the week. Um, looks like the Philadelphia Phillies unlikely to sign uh, Bryce Harper and Machado. Um. If for sure, how can you afford seven hundred million dollars in is, one off season? How is Bryce Harper worth four hundred million dollars when he's no good? What do you mean he's no good? He he's can't hit. What do you mean he can hit? He, he's coming off an atrocious season. Okay, he's not had a, his not worst season. Not atrocious. He's had his worst season, and he's still bad at over three hundred. Yeah, but you're given just over three hundred, three hundred, four hundred million dollars for the hair, though. But it's it's not good. just. But it's not just that anymore. Yeah. Okay. So the offense, but he's still an amazing infielder. I mean, a, f- a fielder. But that's going to deteriorate. I guess, but still, he's still worth it. I think. I mean, what's really worth three hundred million dollars? I think he's worth it. Yeah, yeah. obviously. <laughs> Your ad here. That's it. Yes, exactly. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, though, he, they could easily afford to eat at Chicago's Alanea, who have invited Clemson. You know what? These guys just keep eating. He had thirty-four <laughs> home runs. Let's see. I don't. Okay. Yeah. What the he fuck? Had are thirty-four you about? home runs. Thirteen million, stolen bases. Ten million per RBIs. You're telling. I know he's not four hundred million, but don't tell me it's an atrocious. Ten, ten million okay, per so, home run. So if he's worth four hundred million. What's Mike Trout gonna be worth? Worth? Mike Trout is no, so he's not boring. He's gonna so get. Boring. He'll get like three. To, he'll probably get like three twenty-five. It's Scott Boris. He'll get four. He'll get. Four. <laughs> he'll get three twenty-five, and I think that Bryce Harper will get like three fifty. Old Gunner, sir. Uh, Mike Trout. Sorry. Old Gunner Sulkshire. Sulkshire. Come on. Sulkshire. Say it properly. On. Jesus, <laughs> I've been practicing all day. Old Gunner is old, the best name. Just say Oli Gunner. I That's just watched Solo yesterday. It's not old. It's not old. It's Oli. It's old Gunner, bro. <laughs> Old Gunner, Oli Gunner, They removed my my favorite coach to make fun of, Jose Mourinho, with a guy named Old Gunner. <laughs> so Old Gunner, Oli Gunner, Oli Gunner, fine. Manchester United fans believe that he deserves the job now. Um, he hasn't lost yet, so why would you not? So, but him? like, how how bad does this look? On Jose Mourinho? Mourinho, it looks bad because he didn't get the players to buy in. He, he was always arguing with Pogba. He would call him out all the time in the media, and <clears throat> he didn't get the players to buy in. And Mourinho, the last few teams he's gone to, 
really struggled later on. You know, like they might have had a first good year with hopes, and then the second year he doesn't run. He hasn't changed the way he his schemes. He hasn't changed anything. Where Ole Gunnar is more of you know he's he actually he has uh, he's using Sir Alex Ferguson as an advisor. So I mean it's good for him. I mean as a Liverpool fan, I fucking hate it, but as a Soccer fan, it's great. It's interesting. It's it's a very engaging style of soccer to watch. They're far more aggressive. Yeah, uh, definitely. Pogba uh, looks great. His background as a, as a striker helps. I would imagine. Yeah, he would come in in the sixty fifth minute, seventieth minute, bury two goals, and just walk off. Yeah. Um, has the game passed Mourinho by? Yes, absolutely. I think so. I think that people have figured him out, and he hasn't adjusted because he thinks he's better than the system. Will he get a job where we can make fun? He of him? will always get a job. <laughs> he will always have a the, the teams that he that they had won against recently aren't exactly great either. What are you talking about? Cardiff City. Yeah. It'd be Tottenham. Yes, but didn't Kane get injured halfway through? But it doesn't matter. They've been losing those but games also, all year. But but before that, they had beaten Reading, Newcastle, Bournemouth, all at the bottom of the table. Yeah, yeah but okay, they also but, were losing those. But games. they were losing those games right. as well. I, I know. I know. I'm, I'm we're talking. Saying is, is we're that, talking about the comparison. Is that is that the reason why they should keep him going forward? Well, because he has the buy. I mean, if they can find a suitable candidate, I think Zinedine Zidane has been has been rumored. So if they can find a suitable candidate, but if he goes undefeated the rest of the year, yeah, you have no reason to not keep him on. Agreed. Yeah, I think. Uh, and he was already in the system case, anyway. Old Gunner getting paid. Uh, yeah, yeah, big time. Um, the Irish, they lose. Brandon Wimbush, the uh, the actual NCAA yeah, action, actual portal by the way, <laughs> coaches can log on to see who's available for, for transfer. If we can get someone to send us their login, that would be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, just hit me up, and we'll we'll have we'll, we're gonna get so many hits on social media. It's crazy. But so Brandon Wimbush transfers to UCF. Even he believes they're a true undefeated team and true contender, more so than Notre Dame. I do. I disagree. I don't know okay. why you would make that move, but it doesn't make sense to me. Why would you go to a team that's lesser and mo- less money? Well, and less uh, less money. I like that. He's gonna yeah. get paid less. Yeah, he's gonna get paid less because UCF doesn't have any f- money. Um, well, <laughs> and what's interesting too is, how do you think this this works out? And do you think this will complicate the quarterback situation? And it already includes Mackenzie Milton yeah. and Daryl Mack. I think that it's. I don't know why. Like I, like I said, I don't know why you would transfer to a team that already has a quarterback. That's one. Because Florida, bro. Because Florida. But it's another thing like Tate Martell leaving Ohio State because what's his name? Justin Fields came over. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, Justin Fields is going to start. He's going to start for sure. And I think Tate Martell knew that. Where's Tate Martell going? Miami. Miami. He's going to Miami. That's, which is the worst thing for Tate Mar- place for Tate Martell to go. Well, he already has. He's already way too busy on social media. He's already known as the party kid. It's he's he already a known as a, as, a, as, a, as, a TV, as, a, as a reality star. It's the worst place for him to go, I think. Where's the bandana? Has tattoos? It's over, Terry. It's over. But that's what I'm saying. So I think he's it's on social I think, media. I honestly think Tate Martell's on social cops. media. No, no. But like, no, he's <laughs> he's crazy on social media. He he talks shit to people. Uh, I mean, so for Tate Martell, that, means, like, that feels like Miami. That feels like. But that's what I'm saying. But he's gonna ruin his career. He's not gonna have an NFL career. <laughs> he's gonna have a coke addiction. Yeah, he's not gonna have an NFL career. <laughs> yeah. Miami is where f- coke gets filtered. That's true. They, they, have, they have plants their entire coke filter maybe he's like already filter, maybe he's coke. already addicted to coke and the one in ohio state sucks his dealer moved so his dealer moved. moved to miami so he um, followed him that said now with with tate martell in miami mark richt couldn't get a quarterback in miami in three years he leaves and manny diaz instantly uh changes the offense by bringing uh, by, by bringing uh tate martell over do you think it'll you think it won't work at the nfl level do you think it'll help uh the you who's already had Sort of a borderline championship level yeah. defense, but a prehistoric offense. I think they're losing a few guys this year, but yes, I do think they it's are. gonna. I think it, it is gonna help them this year. I think they're in a weaker conference. I think it's they're able to be able to win this conference with Tate Martelli. He will help them a lot with the losses of guys like Thomas on offense. Uh, do you think it'll matter though in the end? At the end of the day, I mean, everybody loses just as many people in the, in, uh, in college, right? So if you're losing one guy, the other team is gonna be your competition is gonna be losing one more. It all depends on how you how you've recruited the last three years and if you have a new guy coming up. So I do think that Miami will do well. I don't think it's gonna affect them that much. You always find another Thomas. A guy who would have uh, no trouble crossing the TSA borders nowadays. Enos Cantor, suspected to be international terrorist. Why? Enos Cantor. I, I, you know what? That's a difficult question. The government <laughs> of Turkey seems very convinced. Oh, no, no. This is because he challenged them. Yeah. This is so stupid. Oh, because he spoke out. Because he spoke about out against, against the Turkish government. Yeah. But fuck him. I mean, they're just trying to make it seem this way. Now, here's, here's my thing. Here's where I think he That's might be. That's why they're trying to trade him out of New York, too. I think it might be true. He looks like an uh, NBA 2K creative player. He does. Um, his face is completely digital. I don't care if you tell me it's real. <laughs> his face is digital. And he's saying he's not even... He doesn't even have a parking ticket in the United States. 
What kind of terrorist lives in New York City? Oh, yeah. Doesn't have a parking ticket. Doesn't have a parking it's ticket. It's impossible. Yeah, also, yeah. yo, you're an NBA player. What you doing driving your own car? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why you don't have a parking that's ticket. That's the problem. You're he too responsible. He also referred to himself as, oh, he's not a terrorist. The only thing he terrorizes is the rim. That's terrible. By the way, I love I love him in a Knicks jersey. Oh, I love him. He so looks much. good in it. Man. He's the only good thing about this season. He's also the only guy that wore his uniform. Such a depressing season, man. For the Knicks? Yeah, terrible, man. Every season. Zion terrible. Williamson, they're gonna, bro. They're going to sell out every fucking game anyway. Who's gives up? Zion. Um, yeah, but I, I, I want him to win. Zion's so, going to be. You're a New York fan? Oh, really? Yeah. The uh, next t- <laughs> title of his next sex tape, Rim Terrorizer? <laughs> <laughs> Rim Pacquiao, Pacquiao and Broner. Uh, Adrian Broner, I don't know if he's going to be able to fight. He has a, he has two uh, lawsuits. He has two. Uh, he's been indicted twice. Indicted. Yeah, well, the fight's this weekend. Yeah, he's going to fight, I guess. <laughs> Maybe so they're going to arrest him right after the game. They're still advertising. <laughs> it's crazy. They'll, they'll wait for him. The cops wait for him right after the um, game. Will he be able to collect his winnings? Do you think he'll win? And do you think it is uh, similar to the type of fight he that Pacquiao had against Floyd, Floyd Mayweather no, 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 in, no. in terms of that Broner is known as a defensive fighter? He's known as a defensive fighter. He's got, he packs a punch. I think... Uh, He's been a lot more active than Pacquiao has. Pacquiao just won a tune-up fight uh, where Pacquiao is also 40 fucking years old. Mm-hmm. And and Adrian Broner, I, I, great fighter. I, it's, tough to, it's tough to say. I think that Pacquiao is going to win a decision. Um, that brings us to the hot bets. Uh, every week, uh, because predictions in sports are largely dumb. They make sense. We do think gambling is awesome, however. Yes. So we gamble on it to make ourselves feel better about mm-hmm. it. Um, and uh, each week, our producer, Duke, will put us up to the task. He will list the games for us to choose from. Yes. Uh, we have two football games this weekend. We'll pick those. The one with the least amount of correct picks. We'll need to drink. Get a third game so we can get an odd number in there. Any third game. Pick any game of any sport. Okay, I guess last <laughs> second while I have to research and do this. Eagle, f- find a third game. Okay, Eagle, get it for <laughs> um, Eagle, work. Two, two producers. <laughs> um, so the thing is, is that uh, when one of us loses, we have to pay off the debt yes. by drinking hot sauce. You actually have a hot sauce debt to pay tonight, yes, I do. which you'll do after these hot bets. Yes, bets. I will. These, do you have the games laid out for us? I do, yes. Okay, so first of all, I just want to say that there's more than one McDonald's in, in Ottawa. Yeah, that sounded fake. It's so fake. I don't know. Uh, one that's open late. You should have probably yeah. specified that before Eags. Um, so the all NFL, I said was I think there's one McDonald's. I didn't. This say weekend else. we have this weekend we have two games, <laughs> both on Sunday. We're gonna start off with the this. NFC game Rams versus Saints, 3 p.m. on Sunday. Saints. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go Saints too on this one. Um, and then on the AFC side, it's gonna be a 6:40 game. Patriots, Chiefs. I'm gonna go Chiefs. Uh, minus 40. Arctic blast. It's going to be minus four. Give me then Sony Michelle to run all over the terrible defense. That's a very good point. Patriots. All right, there goes our difference. And uh, for the third (laughs) game, because you asked me for something super random, I'm going to go with Oilers, Canucks tonight at 10 p.m. Hey, you know what? I'm going to go with the Oilers there, bud. (laughs) You know, I got got Connor McDavid on my lineup, eh? Well, that's the thing, you know. You can't expect... You can't expect the Canucks to keep up with a, a squad like Edmonton. They had the troubles this season, but uh, I'm going to go with Edmonton as well. You got to go. You got to go with old Connor, eh, bud? Yeah, Connor. Yeah. Connor's the one who's going to get yeah, it. Yeah, you go you got one, one game difference, Terry. For now, though, drink your shit. Yeah, do it. And just All right, now. Terry. Uh, for Terry Tam. Give me that quote, For our producers, uh, Eagle and Duke. For Mo Khan, up in the studio. I'm Peace Delores reminding you. This is terrible. Keep it spicy. Which games did you get wrong, bud? Just say it, man. Say it while you barf. I got the Cowboys and the... uh, Of course you chose Cowboys because you can't help yourself. You can't help yourself. You also owe me a pizza because of the Cowboys. Why did you choose Cowboys? Nobody chose Cowboys except for Cowboys. Pizza is delicious. You've been listening to Hot Sauce Sports.